from people who care. Hello, today we're here at the Outreach Teen and Family Services. We have a nurse from St. Clair Health, a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself and share a little bit about who you are? Sure. Hi, um, my name is Natalie. Um, I've been a nurse at St. Clair Health now for about three years. It'll be four in July. It's very exciting. I am 26 years old, um, and I've always loved being a nurse. Um, I started my nursing career at CCAC, Community College. Uh, when I finished there, I went to Cal U and got my bachelor's degree. Oh, yeah. Great. That's pretty cool. Um, this episode's theme is how to live a healthy life. All right. Um, so let's get to know each other a little bit better. Um, we'll do our fast five. So they're this or that questions to get to know each other a little bit better. So Natalie, Arctic or tropical? Ooh. Tropical. Okay. 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 What do you think, Sarah? Um, ooh. <laughs> um, I would say tropical, but just because Arctic doesn't seem very entertaining to me. There's like seals and ice everywhere. That I don't know. <laughs> tropical has polar flowers. Bears. Yeah, tropical has trees. Like fish. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Lakes. Or not lakes. Uh, oceans. Oceans. Mm-hmm. Pretty water. Okay. I think I'm going to go against the grain on this one. I might say Arctic. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I like Same being cold. I prefer <laughs> being cold over being warm. Okay. I do agree because you could put on layers, yeah. but you can't take off layers. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going against the grain with Arctic. So you want one. you want to chill with the polar bears. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They're so cuddly. Right. Right? Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I love polar bears and their I, cubs. Oh, yes. Gosh. <laughs> okay, so take out or dine out? Mm, take out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm a homebody. <laughs> I think I, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah. I would say it depends on the restaurant. Like, are we talking like mm-hmm. McDonald's? Because then, of course, I'm going to take that out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, like, mm, somewhere nicer, I mm-hmm. would want to stay in the restaurant. It depends on the restaurant. Rainforest Cafe, I'm leaving immediately. I can't. <laughs> the, the electronics scare me. Okay. And then, ooh, shopping in store or online? So that's a tough one because if it's clothes, you want to try on the clothes. But if it's like a you know, Christmas present you want to buy someone or something, a- a- Amazon might be the way to go, you know, online shopping. Yeah. But definitely clothes shopping, you're going to want to go in stores. <laughs> this is hard. I don't know. I think I buy clothes from places where I usually have free returns. Mm. So I like being able to try clothes on from the comfort of my own home. Yeah. So I think I'm going to say online. If okay. I have the option of free returns. I have to agree with you there. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to say online. Like, mm-hmm. I like shopping in stores because you can try clothes on. But online is just fun. Mm-hmm. In yeah. store, you get tired and you're like, okay, I really want to go home. <laughs> but I haven't found the right jeans yet. <laughs> okay. This one's hard. I don't know how I'll answer this one. Call or text? This is hard. At the end of the day, probably Text. But depends how important it is. Maybe a call, but text, I think, all the way. I don't know. I never call people. <laughs> I, I mean to say neither FaceTime. FaceTime is my okay. favorite. But right. if it's professional, text. Mm. I'd rather be – I don't want to be called. Like, for swimming, when I was doing my commitments and, like, my college stuff, like, people would call me all the time. Like, coaches, I hated it. Mm. It was so awkward. <laughs> When I played softball, my dad was a coach, um, yeah. and he had all the girls' numbers. He would text them, like, hey, practice is this time. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, so, text is oh, so yeah. much better. I don't want to be called. 
Yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like if it were call or email, like text my friends, <laughs> call my mom and email anybody else. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I'm making that more of a longer question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then workout or home at home or workout at the gym? Workout at home. I'm embarrassed of myself, you know, so uh, <laughs> I don't want anyone to see me running around on that treadmill. <laughs> I'd say workout at home. I think I'll, I'm going to agree with you on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have to say gym, but that's only because they have the equipment that I don't have, oh, yeah. so I want to use it, true, you know. True. But if, if I had the equipment, I would totally work out at home. Mm -hmm. I'd probably look really dumb walking around on this, that Stairmaster. I'm, like, clutching the sides. It's the, it's the last 30 seconds of my workout. <laughs> trying to catch your breath. Profusely sweating. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so we'd like to take this moment to pause and thank St. Clair Health for being our annual sponsor. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, now we're getting into the meat of the podcast, if you will. So our first question for the first half is, can you share your career experience with us? How did you know that you wanted to become a nurse? So I guess it's kind of a silly story. Um, I guess in the back of my mind, I've always known I wanted to be a nurse. Um, but whenever I was little, my grandparents, I would take care of them and give them their medicines. And they would always say, oh, Natalie, you're a little nurse. And it, I always thought that was really cute. And then as I got older, I noticed I really liked helping people. It was just what I loved to do. Um, and then I, I thought I wanted to be a vet for a long time. Uh, and just in college, taking those classes, it didn't seem like a fit for me anymore. Mm -hmm. I remember at CCAC, whenever I was going through all the majors, looking at all the signs, nursing programs stuck out to me. And I was, why not give that a shot? You know, and I took my first anatomy and physiology class, fell in love. And every ever since then, every new class I took, every clinical I went to, I just made the, click, the, the picture more perfect. And I was like, this is it. I want to do this. Um, and once I graduated CCAC, I immediately started at St. Clair as a graduate nurse, and I worked my way, way up. I'm now a, a coordinator charge nurse on the same unit I've been working on since then, so it's pretty exciting for um, some of my age and my experience, I think. Um, but absolutely, I, I love every second of my job, and I would encourage anyone if they want to be a nurse. It's a very difficult program, but it's well worth it in the end. <laughs> So when you were in high school, you wanted to be something different than what you ended out as. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Because I, I know a lot of people feel pressured to pick the right thing and that they, they oh, can't yeah. switch. They don't have that option. Mm -hmm. There's always an option. Always. Mm -hmm. So I think that's that's really important to hear. Yes. Um, it's comforting to mm -hmm. know that you found your kind of dream job mm -hmm. when you were in the thick of it, literally oh, yeah. already <laughs> in college. So. Mm -hmm. I remember in high school, they we had this career awareness class, and I had figured out, I was like, I'm going to be a vet. I'm going to go to CCAC, do my prerequisites, and I was going to go to Pitt, get my pre-undergrad um, degree, and then eventually go maybe somewhere at Penn State. I wasn't sure where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. uh, but then it was just, in the long run, mm -mm, didn't fit me. So, yeah, definitely. You, you find later in life, if you want to change your mind, that's a completely perfect option. That's <laughs> what so I'm trying to say. <laughs> you had it, like, all planned out. I did. Everything too. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, if I budgeted. I looked for apartments around the area. Wow. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. 
Wow. So I just uprooted my whole, my whole pathway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you changed all of that to I be did. a nurse. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, I wouldn't regret it for a second. Wow. When, when did you graduate, if you don't mind me? Uh, high school, I graduated in 2014. Okay. Um, and then I finally graduated from CCAC in 2019. And I think I took a year off, and then I graduated from Cal U. Um, oh, gosh. When did I graduate Cal U? <laughs> so, oh, right. I, I, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. Since 20... 2019, it's been yeah. a blur. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I took a year off. I and I did it all at once there and got my, my bachelor's and did it all online because mm-hmm. thank, thank goodness Cal U has an online program. <laughs> I could work yeah. and go to school at the same time. I was time. getting your certificate and everything. I don't know how nursing mm-hmm. works, but I assume you need like a degree or something, obviously. Um, yes. How was that affected by COVID training um, or anything? Well, I was right in the, the thick of it. I had just started and I got my feet wet um, and then boom, COVID hit and we had to kind of learn. We learned one way and then it was like, oh wait, now now we have to wear all this isolation gear and wear these masks and we can't do certain things anymore. So I was trying to relearn all over again, a whole new process. Um, especially I feel like all these newer students coming out now, uh, they didn't get the same like clinical experience we did. They were that all their online clinicals and never got that patient interaction experience. So I feel like that kind of, I kind of hurt them in the process, not getting the physical experience with them. Mm. I know a lot sense. of people affected by, COVID, just mm-hmm. the physical experience is, I think, what I hear most about oh, mm-hmm. how damaging it was. Oh, yeah. For me, I was online, but I was in high school. It was, mm-hmm. like, sophomore year, so I didn't really – I don't really – I wasn't affected that much. But looking back on pictures from me back then and now, mm-hmm. clearly I was. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's, that's another question that I have. According to a CDC study – Teenage girls suffered record levels of poor mental health mm-hmm. in 2021, so um, pretty much right after COVID. Mm-hmm. Of those surveyed, nearly three out of five reported feeling persistent sadness and self-harm thoughts have increased. Have you experienced this in your work with teenage girls as well? Let's see. With my, I've seen it. I have multiple like teenage friends. I've seen this happening to, and not only just teenagers, my coworkers. Like we've mm-hmm. all... I was a COVID fuller at one point and it was just our mental health just went down the drain. Like it was, it was really bad. We're finally, I think starting to recover from that. And I know that even the hospital's offering different, um, there's a thing called headspace. I think they're trying to bring out now. And so we can talk about our mental health more because I feel like it was very, there was a lot going on on our, on our shoulders and we couldn't talk about anyone because it was all so new. And it's like, what do you, what do you do? Mm -hmm. If you had known that, you know, COVID and the whole pandemic was going to happen as a teenager before you even decided that you wanted to be a nurse. Do you think that would have affected your decision to go into that field? Um, that's tough. Um, <laughs> I guess knowing what I know now, I've always wanted to help people. So I feel like at the end of the day, I'd want to do something medical. Uh, would it be nursing? Uh, I don't know, but I definitely I feel like I'd stay in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Okay, so safe to say this really affected a lot of it us. Did. And the it nurses. did a lot. A lot. Um, what advice would you give to your teenage self? Oh gosh, um, definitely be more confident. Oh my goodness, if I could yell at myself <laughs> and mm-hmm. not let other people what they say bother me, like just be happy. You know, I was always so stressed. <laughs> not saying I'm not anymore, but <laughs> um, if I could just tell my younger self to calm down and just take a deep breath. And I'd say it'll be okay. Things will work out. That'd be my Absolutely. advice. <laughs> I think that would be what I would give. 
advice to myself as a mm-hmm. teenager in like 10 years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to pause and say thank you to St. Clair Health for their generosity in sponsoring the first season of Teens Tap In. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together by creating reliable resources that recognize all of our neighbors with access to the highest quality healthcare, advanced care close to home, and a shared humanity that delivers on our joint vision to create a healthier community for all. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, so now we're into our second show content half. Mental health and physical health are so interconnected and they do normally work together. I know you're a nurse, so Mm -hmm. you have a lot of experience with physical health, probably with mental health as well. (laughs) Um, When we feel good, we have more energy and can think clearer. When we're stressed, we commonly experience a racing heartbeat, sweaty, upset stomach, racing thoughts, difficult thinking, the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. Um, What else do you see teenagers navigating as nurses? Mm -hmm. I think things they should like look out for when they're a nurse or things they need to work on. Is that what Just, you mean? Or? Yeah. Um, I think one thing I wish I going into it was better at was time management skills. Uh, Cause I feel like there's moments where I get those symptoms like at work and I'm like, Oh gosh, it's cause my, I'm all over the place. I have no organization in my head. And I'm like, Oh gosh. Um, so definitely if you have time to just figure out what's most important and then make a list down, okay, I'm going to do this next and then this next and just try to have a clear head. That would help out. So definitely. you use time management skills and stuff like that. Yes. And if I'm ever getting like flustered in the moment, I don't know what to do. I take myself out of the equation and I'll go into like a room by myself and just take big deep breaths and keep telling myself it's going to be okay. And what, what's the worst that could happen right now? What could, what could could I do better to fix this? Right. Mm -hmm. So coping, it's like a healthy coping skill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that everybody could benefit from time management? Cause I know myself, I'll like go home after something and sit on my phone for three hours when I could be doing something a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yes, I definitely think so. Because uh, obviously I have those days myself after working 12 hour shifts, I come home like, ah, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Day was at work, you know. But, Turn on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like if I could just, you know, I go home and put a little laundry in and also then go on some Netflix, you know, just to, you're not actually doing work, doing laundry. It's just in the washer, sit down and put on a little Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. time management would also help us physically? Um, yeah, I think for, probably. Like trying to work out days you could exercise during the week too. Mm-hmm. Um, try to fit that in with. Our, I know our schedules are so busy anymore. Uh, yeah, definitely that could help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what does living a healthy life mean to you? Um, healthy life is definitely not only being physically healthy but also mentally healthy and. You know, getting your usual eight hours sleep a night, three square helpless healthy square meals a day. <laughs> but see, in in reality, sometimes that's not what happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you, get, you find yourself very busy, and you can't get those three square meals in or find that time to exercise. Do you think yeah. um, living a healthy life can really reflect on how what's that word diligent you are, and like your 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 sense of work? your you know well a healthy mind can help you do amazing things you can think clearer make bigger decisions more rash decisions so i Mm -hmm. I think so 
Mm -hmm. um, what do you think living a healthy life really looks like? Because I know some people might think they're living a healthy life and in reality it's not, or maybe they're not living a healthy life and they think they are. Mm -hmm. So what would an ideal healthy lifestyle look like in your opinion? Mm, well, you know, everyone's tastes are different at the end of the day. Um, but I think a nice healthy life is just being surrounded by a lot of people who support you and no matter what you do and having time for yourself um, and having a work-life balance. Um, you also, you want to keep yourself busy, but you also don't want to keep yourself so busy that you forget about the people who love you and your hobbies and your interests. Um, it's not, and of course, you know, eating healthy and exercising is always a big part, but again, it's on everyone's taste at the end of the day. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely just being happy is probably the healthiest thing you can do for yourself. How do you think, what advice would you give to somebody who doesn't know how to be happy? I always am a big fan of pros and con lists. Uh, <laughs> write down things that excite you or you look forward to and kind of see, keep, keep pushing more towards the pro list instead of what makes you angry or upset. If there's people in your life you'd rather hang out with, write those people down and spend more time with those people that make you happy. Um, if you are, what hobbies you like that make you happy. Um, as long as you keep pushing yourself towards more positive things, that's how you could stay happy. We're doing a kind of a mental health study on, with swimming right now on um, my club and my varsity team. And we're talking about um, pessimistic views and optimistic mm -hmm. views. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about how you shouldn't have one or the other. You know, it's always the glass half full or glass half oh. empty. And mm -hmm. they basically what I'm learning is that um, you have to be down to earth, but mm -hmm. you also can't think that everything is against you and always think of the negatives in life and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that that can apply to sports and I think it can also apply to my life. Mm -hmm. And after learning that, I'm a very pessimistic person, first of all. I'll just <laughs> say that. Like, I think I, everything... I walk into a room and the first thing I think is, oh, it, it's hot. Oh, it's, this is such a small room. How I don't can like I get out of here? <laughs> like something negative. Yeah. And after learning that, just it's made me a lot, not happier, but calmer. Mm -hmm. I've been more content with my surroundings. Yeah. So I really do agree with the pros and cons list because it, I do that personally. Mm -hmm. And I think it really helps, especially with the hobbies, if I'm not feeling that great. Mm -hmm. um, I'll go and do something I like. Like sometimes I will go and I'll walk around Target for a little <laughs> bit and then I'll leave and I feel so much better mm -hmm. than when I go Retail in. therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Lastly, the four M's of mental health are mindfulness, movement, mastery, and meaningful engagement. Mm -hmm. Which one stands out to you and how can you impact intentionally living a healthy life? I think probably meaningful engagement. Um, I'm like, so I'm a very shy person, mm -hmm. if you haven't guessed already. Uh, and I, but without my support people around me, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, I've had a, a great, a great, uh, what is it called? Like, I want to say like a tribe, but like, you know, like a, people that make a village, you know, is that the word mm -hmm. I'm looking for? Um, they have just interacting with them sometimes just makes my day so much better, um, makes me feel better doing things with them. 
and just having that personal connection with people. All the other ones are very important too. That's just the one, me personally, I, I love the most. <laughs> Lastly, this podcast would not be possible without the support of St. Clair Health. Please listen to the following ad. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support. A new episode drops the third Thursday of every month. Happy listening. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in the Teens Tap-In podcast represent the opinions of the hosts and their guests. The views and opinions expressed by Outreach Teen and Family Services employees, donors, and volunteers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of Outreach Teen and Family Services or the show's sponsors. The content here should not be taken as counseling advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is unique, Please consult your mental health provider or physician for any mental health counseling or other medical questions. The podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing a standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. If you find any error in any of the content of the podcast, please contact us at podcasts at outreachteen.org. Outreach Teen and Family Services, its sponsors, donors, and partners expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages whatsoever arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Please go to www.outreachteen.org to see the complete notice and disclaimer for the podcast episodes.